Packers Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Go Pack! Go! Jumping on the WTMJ hotline, it's John Coop. Fresh off the bye. So what'd you do with your time off, John? Chores? Xbox? Movies? Game shows? Christmas tree up? <laughs> no, it's a little early to put a Christmas tree up, guys. You save that for after Thanksgiving. But uh, I took the family down to Chicago, kind of a ritual from when I was playing in my uh, <clears throat> in my Packer days during the bye week. We'd head down to Chicago, um, get some good dinners, get a play or two in, and, and maybe a little bit of early Christmas shopping. Uh, what did you get your wife? Did you get her anything? She's sitting right next to me now, so if I <laughs> yeah. that, I, I, it would get me in a lot of trouble. So I'm going to have to keep that one under wraps. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, back to work, I guess, for the Packers and everybody in Green Bay. It was like a ghost town there last week, as it, it probably should have been. You know, John, I, I, it feels like the bye always comes at a good time. Teams could always use a, a week off. I, I don't know that the injury report would have been terribly long, but y- you never know just how many bumps and bruises a guy is trying to play through regardless of his injury status. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I can remember years. It always just seemed to me like the bye fell at a good time because we were nicked up and we did need to get healthy and we did have guys who were injured who may needed that extra week in order to play or maybe just needed that extra week uh, from the bye in order to get back because they would not have been able to play the next week after that uh, game before the bye. And, and after many years of doing that year in and year out, I just thought, well, heck, it doesn't matter when the buy falls because we're always beat up enough that we actually need a buy just about every week of the season. This season's not the case. These guys have been extremely healthy. That um, We've lost Devontae Adams for about a month of the season. Went 4-0 during that month of the season. Uh, Robert Tynion's been out for a little bit. Um, hopefully we can get him back on the field. But other than that, the team has been extremely healthy. When you look at the inactives week in and week out between the Green Bay Packers and their opponents, the opponents have far more starters sitting out of games than the Packers had all season long. John, how tricky is it going to be, really, for both teams to prepare for one another this week? Not only, you know, a quality opponent here, but, you know, the, the, the I guess, relationship between Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, these guys know each other so well. Uh, Matt's brother is a part of the, the coaching staff in San Francisco. I mean, there's not a lot of secrets among the teams. Is this where new wrinkles tend to pop out of nowhere? Yeah, and it, quite frankly... I actually think it's the opposite. I think both teams are going to be able to game plan for each other rather easily because they do know a lot about one another. And because of that, you can expect the counter punches. So the, the ones that you don't see to be extremely good, the wrinkles to be uh, hard hitting and, and, and actually come probably quite often in the game because these guys do know each other inside. Now, I would expect to see a lot of moves uh, being made to start the game, the first 15 for both teams should be, you know, the best scripted plays that they have for one another. And then watch the uh, watch the adjustments that are made. I feel like it's the team that adjusts best. It's probably going to be the team that pulls away in this one. Um, two really quality teams fighting for that number one seed in the NFC right now. You know, you mentioned the scripted plays. It feels like when Matt LaFleur has been able to stick with that, the Packers' offense has thrived in the early goings of a game, but I know he's got this other area of his play chart called get back on track that he's probably had to use more often than he would like. Yeah, there is a fair balance of how you call a game based off of the the way that you prepare for it. And sometimes you realize early on in the game what you have prepared just is not working. So then you have to try and find a way to get some rhythm, to get something going, 
you know, in the San Diego game, you just found they were never able to find that rhythm. They were never able to get anything going until it was far too late and the game was already out of reach. Fortunately for the Packers and for Matt LaFleur, he has done such a great job scripting, and the games that he may not have scripted the best, he's found a way, like the Kansas City game, to get moving early on so that they were able to get a rhythm, get on pace, and score uh, you know some necessary points that they need. This team's been starting fast uh, m- more games than not. I would say probably only one or two games this year have they not outscored their opponent in the first quarter and the first half. So that's been uh, a thing to keep a note on is, is how well Matt LaFleur and these Packers have come out of the gate. Packers and 49ers next Sunday night should be a good one. John Kuhn, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.